New game day shirt? Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom. Cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, I said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look, in sports, it's hard to predict who is taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one, it's a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Ho, 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 etc. It's been a big year and we've all put in big shifts and now it's time for us to give out some gifts. Yes, the TSS gang are going to be giving out all kinds of stuff, but maybe not to Neymar. He's had more than enough. So join us, listener, as we go on this fantasy festive spree. My name is Ryan Bailey. Let me introduce you to the other three. Firstly, joining me a man who is jolly and can hit a mean shot on the volley, Taylor Rockwell. Hello. Hello. I will take that. That's a nice introduction to uh for the for the holiday episode. Thank you for that, Ryan Bailey. And I have empirical proof that you could hit a mean shot on the volley because we played the soccer's during the World Cup, Taylor. We did. D- did I actually hit one on frame though, or did I just drive it like twenty yards wide? I mean, I said mean shot on the volley, not accurate mean shot. On the volley. <laughs> there we go. So. <laughs> did, did we play soccer, or did we just injure each other for two hours? That <laughs> seemed to be how it, how it went. We were all very old. Yes. Yes. We <laughs> uh, joining us, you just heard his voice there, a man who's very much looking forward to emptying his sack in front of us today, Graham Ruffin. Hello. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, I am not ready for Christmas. This is the World Cup's fault. It's yeah. FIFA's fault. They have ruined Christmas. I haven't bought any presents. I certainly haven't uh, emptied Attaboy. my sack. And I need to pan it by, like Manchester United in the transfer market. I hope my wife is happy with Don- Donny van der Beek for Christmas this year. <laughs> oh, dear. I hope it doesn't end up on her proverbial bench all year long, Graham. Yeah, I can't wait not. for her to unwrap her uh, Belgium-sized large male men's jersey <laughs> <laughs> that you give her for Christmas this year. It's yeah, you know that lovely. you know that uh, that that soccer store that we visited in Times yeah. Square. Yeah, that's where I did all my Christmas shopping yeah. this year. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine you doing that, like buying her soccer jerseys and uh, switching on the kitchen TV to make her watch the games as they happen. You shall be indoctrinated. Indeed, yeah. I mean, I've started trying that with my daughter, but my daughter has already got the sass and is already smarter than me, so I um, she wasn't having any of it during the World Cup final. <laughs> She's oh, continued watching Gabby's Dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. Once again, as I've noted before on the show, my daughters view soccer as the thing that stops them watching cartoons on Netflix. So there is a barrier there indeed. <laughs> Weirdly, Another so does comp- Joe. That's the other yeah. thing that Joe uh, says in soccer. Really, it really is. It really is. And uh, joining us uh, to round out our threesome, foursome, of course, a man you just heard him then. He's always on our nice list. Joe Lowry, hello. Hello. Yeah, if I have to watch one more Premier League game instead of Looney Tunes on a Saturday morning, I'm going to be heated, <laughs> fellas. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Surprised um, you knew how- what Looney Tunes was, Joe, to be honest. No. Yeah, see? See, Graham? I'm, I, you know, on the holiday season, I try to pull out a few surprises. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I think maybe they use a theme tune on TikTok. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, you know what's wrong with soccer? All the games should be TikTok length, right? 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 Yeah. yeah. Wait, where have we right. heard this before? Have we heard this somewhere? I don't. Yeah. 
don't remember. My kids, my kids. Ah, you, your kids, yeah. Florentino Perez. That makes sense. <laughs> Th- that's who the Super League was for. Yep. Exactly. Um, so this episode, as I mentioned, we are going to be uh, distributing gifts to all and sundry in the beautiful game. Before we get to that, uh, go around the, the horn here. Do we all like Christmas? Do we all love uh, the, the holiday festive period? Taylor, is it is it for you? Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, that was not always the case. Turns out uh, having a small child does make it fun and you get to mm-hmm. do a lot of the things you did as a kid. Uh, that is very enjoyable. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, I think because we've been working so much, because we've all been so, sort of so frantic, this year especially does feel like once we get sort of, honestly, through today's show, then we're going to take a couple days off, then we're going to have uh, the holiday. Uh, it feels it feels like a nice sort of break, a nice little like respite, and then we're right back into it with Boxing Day. So uh, I'm excited to not have games to watch, to have to run away from family events, to be like, I'll be right back. Just got to do a quick two-hour recording session, and then I'll be right back to uh, to like participate in family conversations. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty up for it this year. Excellent, Joe. Do you f- do you feel the Christmas magic? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? We know you're a movie buff. Uh, I do like Home Alone. I'm trying to think of other Christmas movies. Not as I'd... much as Jack Grealish. Yeah, not as much as Jack Grealish going to New York <laughs> City. And it seems like the only things that Jack Grealish did on his New York City holiday were going around to Home Alone two spots from the movie. And he put it all on. <laughs> was it Instagram or Snapchat? It must have been Instagram. Yeah. Um, did, he I, run, yeah. did he run into Piers Morgan while he was there? I, yikes. <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was a fun lady. little saga from Jack, Jack Grealish. Yeah, Home Alone is a yeah, good I, one. On, honestly, I swear Jack Grealish is a Labrador in the body of a human. <laughs> I mean, it's right. it, it's incredible. I missed peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it occurs to me now that people are not going to get that. Like, maybe some people won't get that reference. Graham, you're the one that turned me on to it. But I watched Die, uh, Die Hard 2. I've watched that too. Uh, I watched Home Alone 2. Uh, and the Pigeon Lady does bear a striking resemblance to Piers yep. Morgan. It is kind of incredible. Mm. Yeah, Google it. He's, that was <laughs> how, he, how he got his break, his big break. That's how he met yeah. Trump, actually, I think. Trump's in that movie as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Time, that was the time. point I was making. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I can't remember. So I may have walked out of the room. We we genuinely watched it the other night. I may have walked out of the room when that scene happens, or they may have cut it. I'm not sure. I did not see him because I was scene. prepared for that to occur. Yeah. So it's when he walks into, this isn't a spoiler because it's inconsequential, when he walks into the hotel, the Plaza Hotel, Trump, who at the time owned that hotel, kind of greets Kevin McAllister, brother of Alexis uh, yes. McAllister and Julian McAllister, yep, I believe, right. yep. um, <laughs> greets him at the front of the hotel. So uh, maybe they cut it. I don't know. And whatever Kevin played for Mexico, that was the other one. Yep. It, it was Kevin mm. and Alexis McAllister combining <laughs> to make us uh, have a Kevin McAllister. You know, I always knew watching that movie that he had a lot of potential in him, soccer-wise. I think you can tell. The craftiness is there. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, Ryan, I, yes, I like Christmas. Long story short, I like Christmas. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Graham, um, do you have lots of weird food opinions around Christmas food as well? Mince pies. I like mince pies, any kind of pies, but mince pies around Christmas are good, and I always get a kebab on Christmas Day. Um, what? <laughs> I go to the pub, I order a kebab, I get uh, indistinguishable meat in said kebab. That's what I do. It's my for tradition. breakfast? No, not for breakfast. I'm not an animal, Ryan. For uh, after for second Christmas dinner, Graham knows full well that Christmas I would eat dinner, that for and then I have my kebab afterwards. <laughs> oh my god! I actually made a BuzzFeed article one year. That's not a not a lie. They, they did a listicle with Christmas traditions, and I tweeted it, and it ended up in there. I'll send you the link afterwards. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I can't. I just, I'm just trying to picture a pub that a produces kebabs and b. No, it doesn't produce it. You order it in, and then 
Oh, okay. My friend owns the pub and he allows you to bring a kebab in. Uh, More of Graham's wild social life on display in the Total (laughs) Soccer Show podcast. He knows everybody. Okay. Uh, Why don't we start off with our gift giving? Who wants to go first? Joe? You? Great. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll go first. So my first Christmas gift that we're giving to people here in the soccer world, I have a few different categories. So this is in my USMNT category. There's a couple of bleed overs later on. But my first gift is... I'm giving Weston McKinney a bottle of ranch and a plane ticket to England. Those two things are going to be packaged together. I think it's officially time to get out of Italy for Weston McKinney, or at least to get out of Juventus. And the bottle of ranch is going with him because I think it's going to be more culturally acceptable to put ranch on your pizza in pretty much any other nation than Italy. And I think it'll be especially acceptable in England because I'm I'm not really aware of many culinary standards that, that you guys have. At least I think it's fine to put I think it's fine to put ranch on pizza. That's a Scottish thing. Okay, there it is. So maybe he's going to play for Celtic. I don't know what's going on here, but (laughs) a little bit of backstory on Juventus and their their financial situation. So they're under investigation for allegedly taking illegal commission from player transfers and loans and for false accounting practices in the years twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. Surely just in those years. No other years, I'm sure. Um, But yeah, they're they're in big trouble. A bunch of people resigned. They changed a whole bunch of stuff on their board. And it seems like a lot of things are about to come crashing down. You couple that reality with a good World Cup for Weston McKinney. And I think just generally him showing with the U.S. and at times even with Juve that he can be ready to play as an actual central midfielder instead of as this wide player, second forward, whatever it is, but anything other than a central midfielder. I, I think I think a move makes sense either in January or in the summer. Enjoy that ranch, Weston. Enjoy England. I think that's what's going to happen here. I like it. Getting out of Italy in 23 is all the rage, I hear. Um, and, <laughs> I'm not sure about ranch um, in the UK, Graham. Like, even with the no. Domino's, you don't get ranch with the Domino's, do you? It's not really a thing you get yeah. here. I mean, I'm sure you could probably find it in a supermarket somewhere, but it's not It's not culturally common, I would say. No, yeah. but I think I think it'll be less frowned upon. I think I don't think you're going to get Giorgio Chiellini popping up out of the shadows at whatever pizza place Weston McKinney is enjoying don't in, underestimate in London. Don't underestimate That's true. And, and horse-collaring McKinney. That's no. how he gets you. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. I just imagine him walking off the plane, holding his cherished bottle of ranch, and Antonio Conte is there to slap it out of his hands and say, no, 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 there will be none of that. I actually do just think hold, Tottenham could be like a good like a school spot. lunch tray, yeah. and he just slaps the tray. Yeah. But... <laughs> just gives him a solitary carrot and walks away. That's it. That's what you get. I like it. Excellent gift, Joseph. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll jump in with uh, the next gift. I'm going to bestow a gift upon Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, was browsing the bookstore on the Amazon website. Amazon.com, it's apparently a, a, a retailer of some sort. Uh, for $17, sorry, I just gave away the price of his um, gift. That's a bit rude. But okay. you can get a book called The Joy of Not Working, a book for the retired, unemployed, and overworked. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, for the first time in his adult life, is going likely going into this Christmas period without an employer. What's he going to do? He's going to read my book. That's what he's going to do, Taylor. <laughs> Right, he's he's gonna make two hundred million pounds playing yeah. in Saudi Arabia. If Is the there a section on your, your Saudi holiday and retirement? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the postscript in in the book. Correct. Yeah. Well, the, the Al, there's the rumors. Of course, he will be joining Al Nasir in in Saudi Arabia. I don't believe that has been inked, nor will it likely be inked until the end of the um, window. I would imagine. So for now, yeah. Poor, poor Ronaldo is going to be you know doing woodwork in his backyard or something. I don't know. What do retired people do? I don't know. Do we think? Do we think Cristiano Ronaldo has ever touched a saw or a piece of wood? I feel like he no. would not want a splinter or a cut. 
Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way believe, he's done any labor of any kind. I believe no. he built that statue of him at Madeira Airport. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, Man, now I'm wondering who were the footballers who would like fix their own clog in the sink versus call the plumber. James Milner. Actually, and what we know is call James the Milner. club who or their agent who would then call a plumber for them is what would actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was who was it with the beans? Deli Alley about, with the beans, right? Oh yeah. Or he only ate beans, or that's what he would microwave every day or something yes, like that. He learned how to make beans, which is to say he put them in a microwave. And then we were unclear as to whether or not he knew you couldn't put the can in the microwave as well. <laughs> and then it's Mario <laughs> Balotelli who called Mino Raiola when Balotelli set his own house on fire to ask what to do, which is <laughs> which is pretty outstanding. Mino's got connections, Taylor. Mino's got yeah. connections. Call the fire department. The what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> R.I.P. Mino. Uh, Taylor, mm. the next gift. Uh, as we, I, I had a similar idea as you did, Ryan. Uh, I went to the bookstore, and I want to get Jesse Marsh a, a copy of Rage, a step-by-step guide to overcoming explosive anger. <laughs> uh, because I think for the uh, second half of this season, he's going to need to find that balance of the rage to motivate the team and to protest inju- unjust or unjust calls. Uh, injustice was the word I was looking for there. Um, but then also, you know, he's got to be able to back it off a little bit and stay calmer and, and motivate the players in other ways uh, because I am desperate for leads to stay up. I'm very much hopeful that they will. Uh, and I think Jesse Marsh needs to add maybe some some new wrinkles to the managerial uh, approach that he has. So maybe just reducing the rage a little bit would be a step in the right direction. Okay. Uh, I don't get the Kindle version because I imagine the Rage book is commonly used as a missile. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. You, you, a book, a book is slightly more resilient than yeah the uh, the the glass screen, the the throwing it across the room, that sort of issue. Yeah. Does anyone is he, is he the most raged enraged manager in the Premier League? No, Conte. he's not even enraged, really. He just gets angry. <laughs> he just He's like the Hulk. He just stays angry. Whereas, like, Antonio Conte seems to have more rage about him. Jurgen Klopp, when he is angry, oh, yeah. is, is a full-on rage monster. So I, I guess Jesse Marsh is not alone in that category. Can any of us name what position Leeds United are in in the Premier League table? I saw Michael Cox tweet yesterday that was saying he, he'd forgotten. Okay, Graham's probably right. Of course he is. Okay, other than Graham, the rest of us <laughs> have forgotten what happened in the Premier League. And he said, you know, if anybody can name the Southampton manager, they're well ahead of yeah. me. And I like that tweet because I thought it was very fitting. I have no idea what place Leeds United are in right now. Has anybody managed to look it up while I've been vamping? Not me. No. All right, cool. My guess is 17th. Hang on. I'm looking now. Boxing yeah, Day. 15th. Ah, ah, boom! Upper, Better than expected. Who is the Southampton manager? Did they hire that Nathan Jones guy? Yeah, we need to get back into Premier League football. <laughs> I forgot that was still a thing. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and keep rolling then, because my other gift is I want to buy me a refresher on everything that happened in the month leading up to the World Cup, because <laughs> I really stopped paying attention to the leagues for a good two or three weeks when we were doing all of our research for the previews. I was not at all paying attention to those leagues. Another reason why I did not love the Winter World Cup is sort of having to multitask in that way uh, and that we're resuming right away. I am a little bit confused. I would love if there was – I'm sure there will be many articles written, many catch-up podcasts uh, specifically dedicated to getting people caught up on the leagues and the teams and the whatnot. But uh, that would be lovely. I'd love if there was some sort of uh, one-stop shop for everything uh, that happened in the month leading up to the World Cup. Sounds like a show idea, Taylor. It really does, but then it also feels like a lot of work, and that's where I'm really to blank. 
<laughs> we'll leave that to someone else. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just I'm I'm lost here looking up who Nathan Jones is as well. I know there was a Dave Jones who managed Southampton many a year ago, but Nathan Jones is a He's gotta be a football manager regen. There's no other character. explanation. So he was at Stoke, right? And they didn't do very well there and then he went somewhere yeah. else. He's got like he the looted. most he's got like the most British resume ever. It's like Stoke, Luton Town, Brighton when they were bad. I can see this going Oof. very well for Southampton. Marvellous. Marvellous stuff. Uh, Graham, have you given a gift yet? No, I, I haven't. So my first gift is a spa weekend to US soccer Twitter, or maybe even like something stronger than that, like a Xanax or some edibles, anything to bring some chill to that Discord, if, if only for a few days. And I've spoken about this before, but US soccer Twitter is the most intense national team Twitter ever I've ever experienced. It's, it's pretty intimidating. It's nonstop. I do love the passion. Um, but if you compare that to Scotland or England, for example, the, the discourse for England after the World Cup sort of lingered a bit because of the Southgate thing and, and that kind of then ended pretty quickly and England will not get spoken about uh, for, for months. But within a week of the US going out of this World Cup, we had the Geo Reyna episode and Berhalter giving his TED talk and discussion about new contract and new managers. And I've seen people picking teams for the 2026 World Cup. As I say, I do love the passion, but when your Twitter mentions are just people roasting you for something you didn't really say or calling you an MLS puppet. Look, I had breakfast with Don Garber, but it was just once and it was only a continental breakfast. I'm, not, I'm going to need more than that to become a shell for the league. Um, but yeah. US soccer Twitter, just maybe take a break once in a while. That's all I'm asking. So a spa weekend for US soccer Twitter. Did you actually have breakfast with Don Garber? I've told you the story. Yeah. Tell me again. <laughs> what do you want to know? We sat there at the table. The well, wait, what do you mean, what do we want to know? <laughs> you, you had <laughs> breakfast with Don Garber. Oh, what do you want to know? Like very nonchalant. Graham, I need all the, I need all the details. What it was it ordered... wasn't just me and Don Garber. There was like six, five or six other people there. Graham, quit Mark be- Abbott, I think, was there Graham, as well. Sh- quit beating around the bush. Who is the 32nd expansion team? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> is it Richmond, Phoenix or Virginia. not? That's all I want. Okay. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, what was the object of the exercise, Graham? If we can get any more detail on, on this uh, event, uh, I think I had a croissant <laughs> and a coffee, and <sighs> yeah, he seemed nice. Okay, <laughs> never has Graham done a more passable impression of Colin Robinson than right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to take a break. I'm gonna go bang my head against the desk. We'll be back shortly. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, I said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look, in sports, it's hard to predict who is taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one... It's a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. 
And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Dealer. Total Soccer Show, welcome back to our festive edition. We are refreshed and ready to give more gifts. Uh, I'll jump in with my next gift here. It is for the Golden Glove of the 2022 World Cup, Mr. Emmy Martinez. Um, I've been looking online for some courses he can attend. I found a lovely course at the Etiquette School of New York, New York's leading source for social and business etiquette and international protocol, which I think is quite important there. Uh, They help foster the ideals of proper proper etiquette, good manners and civil behaviour. Civil behaviour. Basically, I'm hoping if he goes on this lovely course, on this lovely trip to New York, he might learn how to properly collect an award for a start. That might be a nice thing for him. Might teach him how to, I don't know, do a penalty shootout without throwing the ball away or shouting in a youngster's face. Maybe a little bit of decorum in the dressing room afterwards as well. I think, Graham, that Emmy Martinez, would, would, it, would it sap some of his powers if we taught him to yes. be a normal human, do you think? Yes, this is the most English thing you have ever said where it's, like it's etiquette there. is it's the most there. important thing. Like, <laughs> I enjoy all the things that apparently you want to stamp yeah. out of his personality. Like The way he celebrated with that golden glove will live with me forever, frankly. It's... Incredible. It was more iconic than Messi lifting, lifting the trophy. Right. When you watch him play, do you have the monocle in your eye and does it like fall out repeatedly mm. when Emmy Martinez does things? Or have you yep. just stopped wearing it because you, it keeps breaking? I must simply stop being so astonished while watching Emmy <laughs> Martinez. Yes, you're quite right. Did you get anybody tea is my next question. Because thus far you've gone for a book and you've gone for etiquette lessons. And really, if you add tea in there, you're really ticking all the English boxes. Mm. I'm very Penny hyper. farthing for anyone? Yeah. I'll uh, get you a Brexit as well, if you like. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good that. on that one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I think Emmy will appreciate it anyway. Uh, you know, he can be... No, he'll just... What, he'll, uh, he'll take that invitation and he'll do exactly to it what he did with a golden glove. That's what he'll do with that. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. All right. Not all gifts are golden. Joe, what's up for you? <laughs> okay. I enjoyed that one, Ryan. Uh, I'm going with my U.S. Women's National Team Associated gift. So I'm giving manager Vlako Andonovsky an all-expense-paid trip to Manchester, and he's going to stay at the Cow Hollow Hotel, which, according to Google, is a hotel in Manchester. That is all I know about it. I don't know why it's called the Cow Hollow Hotel. I would love to learn if anyone out there knows, but I'm very intrigued by the name. Uh, the, the point of the trip that was is not to enjoy Manchester. I, I don't want Vlaco to be having a lot of fun. You can have a little fun, but not a lot. That's why you go to Manchester, it seems to me, as someone who's never been. The other piece of this, though, is he's going to spend a week with Pep Guardiola. And, and let me explain why. Uh, the U.S. women's national team is not very good at breaking teams down and creating things against teams that are good or sit back, which is most every team in the world, I think. Um, they cross the ball a lot. They need more attacking smarts. They were exposed in the Olympics. They were exposed against Spain and Germany and England at times. I am growing increasingly concerned that they're going to be exposed at the World Cup in 2023, and we are all going to 
watched them crash out far earlier than any of us would like. So I want Vlaco to infuse some more actual tactic-y stuff into his team and some, some thoughts in the final third and give them some plans. I think a week with Pep just might help. And if not, at least you got to go to the Cow Hollow Hotel. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> the Cow Hollow Hotel, uh, four and a half <laughs> star rating it. on TripAdvisor, Joe. <laughs> it looks nice. Is there any reason why you picked this hotel in particular? I thought it sounded funny. And then I clicked on it and it looked far nicer than I, I hoped it would be. I was hoping for some sort of like cow themed Stuff You know, like around Disney, you have some of those hotels that are very aggressively themed. I was hoping that this was going to be cow-themed, uh, but <laughs> it, it seems like that's not the case. It looks like a very lovely uh, lovely hotel. So, Vlaco, you're welcome for that, I guess. Yeah. Graham's found their Instagram. They've got some very lovely imagery uh, going mm. on, on there yeah. as well. One yeah. in particular, an isolation wardrobe and a woman wearing no clothes, it appears. So, I have questions about what the Cow Hollow Hotel actually is uh, but this, sure Flacco may enjoy that graham this 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 picture can't be from a manchester cow, uh, cow, cow, cow hollow hotel because the sun is shining in the picture um ah, yeah the lowry is funnily enough joe where jose Mourinho lived in manchester <laughs> for what was that two years yeah. <laughs> stay there a fine institution i assume given its name indeed yes spelt yeah. not the most uh the best way of spelling lowry of course it ah. has an e in it for for the uh for the experts but yeah very good, very good, Joseph Joe, Taylor. If if you're going to be doing the future booking for the Total Soccer Show, can you make sure that no matter what happens, we still get a place in which Ryan has a tiny little room with a hole in the floor? Can you please make <laughs> that be an ever present uh, thing for when the TSS? That's that's together? our future primary criteria on Airbnb. Yeah. Is I'm just frantically <laughs> yeah. calling. Hey, is there a floor? Mm. Is there a hole in the floor? Is there a floor? Yeah. Is there a hole in the they, floor in they, Ryan's bedroom? <laughs> They heard that uh, Ryan lived in Italy, and they thought, oh, we'll be better give him a toilet in his room as well. Yeah. Ryan loved uh, it. It's funny because so it happened to Ryan. <laughs> to be clear, that my room in the Airbnb had a lovely rug on the floor as I walked across uh, to get into my bed. And it turns out it was hiding a Looney Tune style hole in the floor, which uh, went into the abyss, which is wonderful. <laughs> Between wonderful that stuff. and the, the stairwell to nowhere that we couldn't access. Oh, that creeped me out. Graham loved that. <laughs> there was a light that came on at night as yeah. well down there. Didn't enjoy that. <laughs> there is a light that never goes out. More Manchester. There we go. Uh, Taylor, you got another gift? Yeah, I want to get... Uh, I'm, I'm giving out some books so far. I want to give Gianni Infantino a book about terraforming Mars. Uh, because... I think, you know, we, we need more space as a, as a civilization, as a planet. Uh, clearly... Uh, if he can order more soccer be played in more places, Gianni Infantino is going to do it. So the way to get Mars terraformed is we tell him, you can host a Mars World Cup, as many teams as you want, as many sponsors as you want, and he will find a way to get Mars terraformed. Uh, and FIFA has the reserves, we know that, so it feels like they could probably get it done. They would overpay, but they could get it done. Um, and we've already played a World Cup in like desert conditions. By my understanding, that's kind of what Mars is right now. So mm. I think I think there's a lot a lot to be done there. And I feel like Gianni Infantino and FIFA terraforming Mars is is a distinct possibility. The Mars World Cup feels like a thing that could happen in the next like fifty years. Would would the Mars host nation do a better job than Qatar did in the uh, debatable in the Mars World Cup? R- remains to be seen. <laughs> remains to be seen. <laughs> Maybe uh, to get that done. You could always get Infantino a Twitter Blue subscription, um, get him in Elon's good books, and they could work on it together. I mean, I, I feel, I mean, they were, he was at the World Cup final. We don't know if they ran into each other. We don't know if they talked about it, but uh, they may well have. So m- maybe that's already in the cards. Now I'm suddenly concerned that we had 
a series of supervillains convening in Qatar for the World Cup final and what plans may have been made. Yeah. Uh, Elon's tweets during the World Cup final, by the way, I don't think we discussed this on on the Sunday show, but he, he wrote things like absolutely incredible goal when he took a video of one of the penalties. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah. I have questions about the rights as well. Like, surely if you're filming the game, that is that okay to then post on your Twitter? But I guess he makes the rules and he changes them every day now. That's the thing yep. that happens. Every 15 minutes, change places. Wonderful stuff from that uh, particular social network. Graham, your next gift. Okay, so for Nike, I'm giving them, gifting them an intervention. Um, <laughs> we're going to wait at home for them and wait for them to walk through the door. We're all going to be there. Me, Hummel, the 1994 USA denim shirt, and we're going to sit that night down and tell them that they have to stop for their own good. I'll have a slideshow prepared. One slide, the USA kits for the 2022 World Cup. The next slide, slide, the Netherlands shirt that looked like a set of old velvet curtains from that tournament. You need to get your priorities straight, Nike, is what we're going to tell them. And if you're not careful, Nike, you'll end up just like Under Armour over there in the corner, wailing about how you used to make Tottenham's kits, but now only golf dads buy your trainers. This is your final warning, Nike, otherwise even Burhalter is going to stop wearing your shoes. Wow. What happened to Under Armour? Do they not do any soccer anymore? No, not, not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame. Graham, Graham they make Trent Alexander-Arnold's boots, I think. Yeah. That's all they do, which is weird. <laughs> Graham hosting an intervention for an apparel company is the most Graham thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I really liked it. I really liked it. He's going to march in there on Christmas Day, munch in his kebab. Listen, Nike, I've got some ideas. You're not going to like them. Good stuff. Exactly. That's what they need. <laughs> I like I'm, it. I'm, Very good. I'm now wondering if they do sponsor more players than just TAA. I'm, I'm, is, I'm, is Under Armour one of these brands where it's, it's, like it's owned by like Puma or something and it's got lots of other brand names and stuff? Not that I'm aware of. They do have some athletes, so like Jordan Spieth is Under Armour and Andy Murray used to be Under Armour, but they kind of pulled out of soccer a while ago and they were going to be like the next big thing. Them and New Balance were going to take over and then both of them kind of just disappeared. Uh, they so seem, that could they be seem, Nike if they're not careful. They seem pretty popular in the women's game. They were formerly the sponsors of Jermaine Jones, but then also Heather Mitz, Kelly O'Hara, uh, Lauren Holiday, and Chloe Lagarzo. They have th- uh, four, Jorge Valdivia being the other one, but there's three... Uh, active players, one of whom we just watched in the World Cup. There's Trent Alexander-Arnold. There's a defender for Aston Villa. I think he still plays there. Is this a quiz? Uh, Amy Martinez. He's English. Tyrone Mings. That's the one. And wow. then uh, there is a Polish defender. Matty who Cash. Does not... That's the one. Ah. Matty Cash. Wikipedia game one. vibes right there, folks. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Tyrone Mings, and Matty Cash. Cool. All right, so that's the direction you want Nike to head in. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't want them to head in that direction, but that is the direction they're heading in without this intervention. Okay, okay. Well, that's good of you to give someone an intervention for Christmas. Nice <laughs> they, yeah. they, they should be thankful. <laughs> I'm sure they will be. It, that's a very, it's a very festivist gift from Seinfeld. Of, of Graham sitting down with Nike and just saying, I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about them. <laughs> that's, that's what I need to hear from Graham when it comes to the Nike intervention. Yeah. Seasons, greetings, Nike. All right. Just very drags good. it as aluminum pole to start the intervention. <laughs> um, my next gift I'm going to give to Bayern Munich. Um, I'm going to give them a legal Zoom account. <laughs> I might put a little bit of money in there for them to get started up. Um, 
maybe the code TSS, if they use that, it might work. Let's try it. We'll give them a, a mattress and maybe a, an artifact as well at the same time. But we want to give them a LegalZoom account here because they need some help with their employee contracts. Manuel Neuer, as we've discussed, um, shortly after exiting the World Cup, went alpine skiing in the middle of the season. I don't think anyone should be able to do that during the middle of a season. Uh, I looked up the injury rates for skiing. The overall injury rate from skiing is close to one injury per 1,000 days <laughs> skied. Um, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's too many for a professional soccer yeah. player. And in most contracts, you're not even allowed to like ride a motorbike, as Taylor mentioned on the show the other day. Now, the one injury per 1,000 days... That's a much higher rate than injury on motorbikes, I would argue, or I would assume at the very least. So um, mm. Bayern Munich, maybe tighten up those contracts. Maybe, I mean, I know you like what? mountain things and, you know, lederhosen and stuff, but maybe don't let your players do really dangerous yeah. <laughs> sports like that ever. What what Manuel Neuer didn't tell Bayern Munich was that it was actually an extreme sports holiday that he was on, and that was day three. Day one was actually street luge. Day two was bullfighting, and then he got to skiing on day three. Ah, did he did he drop drop from a helicopter onto the slope as well? <laughs> yeah, like some sort of Tom Cruise exactly, Mission Impossible yeah. stunt, James Bond style. I like it. Uh, yeah, I still can't quite believe he was allowed to do that, or that any player would have allowed to go skiing like that. Madness, madness, madness. Anyway, enjoy your legal, legal Zoom account by Munich. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to push back a little bit. I have a feeling that it is slightly more dangerous to ride a motorcycle than it is to go skiing. One injury per 1,000 days. I would say of, a, of all the motorbikes that are ridden in the world, do you think there's one to 1,000 ratio of injuries? Are we just talking normal motorbikes? Are we talking like MotoGP Valentino Rossi? Just regular motorbiking. It's been a while since I took my DMV test. I don't have an answer for Graham on that one. Uh, it's been a while since I took my, my driver's ed oh, test. Wow. But I remember motorcycle accidents like constituting a disproportionate number of all accidents. Maybe mm. I am wrong. Perhaps I am wrong. I do think there are some high-profile high skiing deaths. So maybe, yeah, just avoiding extreme sports outright is a good one. No skydiving, no bungee jumping just before you're about to resume play. That's probably a good shout, right? It's probably a good yeah, I mean, that says... This is a club where the manager scoots around on an electric wakeboard, so maybe like it's actually expected of Bayern Munich employees to take up obscure, slightly dangerous sports that could rule them out of months of a season. You now you've got me thinking. That does feel like a possibility. Like who's the player on the team that's going like hella skiing, where you have to jump out of the helicopter <laughs> to go skiing? Uh, that's probably Thomas Muller. That feels like a very rich thing combined with a very ridiculous thing. That feels like Thomas Muller's brand. Yeah. Well, he yeah. does horsies, doesn't he? That's not the safest thing. Horsey jumpy. Horsey jumpy. Get the horse in a helicopter. <laughs> oh, horse heli skiing. There we go. New sport invented. Does the horse get skis? Does the horse get skis or are you just using their hooves? <laughs> yeah, the horse is on skis. You're sitting on the horse. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We're not being stupid about this. TSS bonding trip 2024. Huh? I mean, hey, horse heli skiing. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So Graham, you're next skiing. <laughs> okay. So for Roy Keane this Christmas, I'm arranging for Kevin Bacon to give him a visit, much like the town of Beaumont in the 1980s. Roy Keane has banned the art of dance within his heart. And if there's one man who can address that, it's Kevin Bacon. So they can learn to do the Richarlison pigeon dance together. Chiche can get involved again. They could do the, the Hakimi penguin dance. The possibilities are endless for Mr. Keane. This could be the whole a whole new beginning for him. He could be 
a celebration coach for teams. I know he wants to get back into coaching and he's found that difficult. Well, this could be his niche. So teams could have a throw-in coach and a celebration coach and Roy Keane and Kevin Bacon could just turn up to clubs eventually and, I don't know, teach players how to twerk. I, I can envisage it. This is, this is the new Roy Keane, the start of a new era for him. All right. Uh, Joe, Kevin Bacon is an actor. He was in a movie called Footloose. Thank you. Thank you for tying <laughs> Which up Which was about dancing. Ends. Yes. <laughs> and the plot of Footless was the town had banned dancing and Kevin Bacon is like a teenager who turns up wow, and sp- learns them to embrace the, the art form. Yikes. Um, I think that's like the premise of the film, isn't it? It's not a spoiler. Yes, and I, did know, I did know all of that information. I'm proud of myself for that, but I appreciate you guys double checking just in case. I have a question. Is, is Roy Keane really trying to get back into coaching? Graham, is that a real thing? Yeah. Wow. He keeps he keeps getting job offers as well and, and turning them down. Like from, from where? <laughs> he, what? Because I envision Roy Keane his path back into coaching being like a bottom of the championship kind of team that's going to play ninety soccer yeah. that Ryan loves so much. I just cannot picture him coaching like a, a real first division soccer team. So apparently he got offered the Sunderland job earlier this no, year. The nice. one that I remember off the top of my head is, is Hibs in Scotland. Apparently wanted Roy Keane to be their manager in, in at the end of last season, I think, at some point this year. So he keeps saying on TV he wants to get back into coaching, but all these jobs he keeps turning down. I'm not convinced he's going to get better. I don't he, think he's getting the Man City job anytime yeah. soon. He took the uh, he took the assistant manager job at AFC Richmond, didn't he? Ah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that is who that character is based off, right? Yes. That's that's like the joke. Yeah. That's the open secret joke. Yeah. Except the problem is that they made Roy Kent likable, whereas Roy Keane has remained Roy Keane. Yeah. <laughs> I think Roy Keane's likable. Did anyone see his moustache for the World Cup final? No. No? no. He's got a moustache now, like Tom Selleck. <laughs> Outstanding work, Graham. Thanks for that lead-in. <laughs> Did he grow it between the semi-final and the final? I don't know. That's a good question. It grows on Maybe command. Maybe for Roy Keane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grow. He's got that power. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just stares angrily enough in the mirror, and then moustache will just appear through shame. Creeping out follicle by follicle. Maybe that's how it works. I don't know. All right, that's a good one. That mustache is as equally no nonsense. Like there is no appreciation of nonsense from that mustache. Mustache in any way, though he does also have the flavor saver underneath, and I don't really know how to feel about that one. Did anyone? Yeah, he does have the flavor saver. Did anyone see the the Roy Keane the the Photoshop of him as Billy Connolly when they give him the Billy Connolly hair? Yeah, Yeah. that was good. Um, Is a flavor saver the little like jazz patch under the chin, under the lip? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Does he look like a Renaissance painter? No, he looks like an angry man (laughs) from 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 a cold weather climate. Wonderful stuff. All I like right. him more with the beard. I love that his resting face is just like, ugh. Like, that really is his like <laughs> his standard face. Every still image of him is him making some form of disgusted face. I'm into it. I'm into it too. Uh, Joe, your next gift, please, sir. Sorry, I'm still staring at that picture. Um, okay, yeah, I'm ready. That was that was a lot to <laughs> take in. The hair. I was not ready for the long hair, like the shoulder. No, length. the hair's photoshopped. That's oh. meant to be. He's meant to look like Billy Connolly. Right, Imagine that without the hair. It's still bad enough. Yeah, it's funnier with the hair. Anyway, all right, we're moving on. My next gift Gosh. is I'm giving Eric Williamson and Keaton Parks a 2005 Toyota Camry, a tank of gas, and a box of Red Vines, which I think is pretty close to the perfect recipe for a road trip. I don't know how they're going to meet up somewhere between New York City and Portland, but I think they should drive together to January camp in California for the start of 2023, the U.S. Men's National Team's first camp of the year. It's a camp that really does not matter for any of the players that are established in the pool, 
But those two players are very much not established in the pool, and I, I would I would very much like them to become established in the pool at some point in the not-too-distant future. I think the U.S. missed more capable bodies in midfield at the World Cup. I think that was very clear as we watched the tournament progress. The players were tired. Uh, MMA midfield was was clearly not at full strength by the time the Netherlands game came around. I think they're good enough. I think they're going to enjoy Red Vines because that is a superior licorice product over any others, and I will not hear anything to the contrary. And, you know, they're going to bond in their Toyota Camry, and they're going to have to stop for gas because one tank's not going to be enough. We're a Twizzlers family, Joe. No. I, refu- <laughs> I refuse. Okay. We're not. Red Vines. Sorry. I, I was just trying to make a Parks and Rec reference. I don't care for either. But uh, <laughs> excellent stuff. Um, the 2005 Tour to Corolla, that's a good model, Joe. I like that. Um, up to, you know, 32 City, 41 Highway, 1.8, full, four pop. <laughs> Um, yeah, we all have Google. I think this show is establishing yeah. that everybody here has Google. Uh, Are we sure I, Ryan doesn't just know those numbers? Ryan's a big bell. car guy. I'm not. Yeah, maybe. I like that, that feels very rental lot, that uh, 2005 Corolla there, Joe. I like the choice. Thank you. It feels fitting for a road trip to a January camp. So Yeah. You guys are all doing your Googles. I'm over here waiting for Ask, Ask Jeeves to finally respond, and he has taken his time. He has not gotten back to me in a very long time. Yeah. When, when, Joe, when you're, you're, um, at what point does someone, uh, the, does someone lean out the window and slap one of those players, and then whoever's driving goes, "That's it, back to Winnipeg," and they turn around. <laughs> Early on. Oh. I would imagine. It's a, it's a popular cartoon reference, Joe. Nice. Never mind. Yeah, this show good. is built for me. Love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're descending into chaos. Let's take another break. When we come back, more gifts. Back shortly. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Total Soccer Show, welcome back. We are in a festive mood, a slightly silly mood. I would suggest also we are giving out gifts to the world of soccer. My next gift is for the real champion of the 2022 World Cup. Of course, I'm talking about the cum dog, Jason Cummings, uh, Australia. I'm going to give him his own NFT. This is a thing you can do. You can make and produce your own NFTs and you just choose your blockchain in your wallet. You choose your platform, upload your picture, list it for sale. Um, So, Graham, my question is, for the Cumdog, I just feel like he'd be very, you know, he's a very savvy guy. He looks like someone who would really know how to navigate the um, complex and uh, rollercoaster world of cryptocurrency. Hmm. What would the image of his <laughs> NFT be, Graham? Is it him doing his classic Joker pose where he's got the Joker smile on his hand, he holds it up? Or is it him in his tiny little underwear? What do you think? Yeah, the latter. Yeah. I think he would want it to be the former. 
that is he wants that to be his like iconic image him with the joker tattoo in his hand mm. but it is very much also did he steal that from paulo dabala did, did dabala not do that first no he doesn't have the tattoo in his hand but that's what he does right yeah, he, does. That's, yeah. he does do that so he can't have that jason cummings but you can have like just walking around outside in your uh, tighty whiteys. Yeah. So that's like the it. NFT for me. Yeah, I don't think you should tell the calm dog what he can and can't have, Graham. But I agree with your sentiment. It's I would never right. dream of it. Yeah, no. no. You know, the I NFT... mean, that's a man with that's a, that's a man with Olivia Newton-John tattooed on his arm. I mean, I don't think anyone can tell him what to do. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. And he gets physical all the time. Know what I mean? Um, I think the <laughs> NFT should actually. That was a reference to a song in the eighties, Joe. Um, the the uh, what the NFT should actually be is the image of him. Uh, hugging Leo Messi at the World Cup. I don't know if you've seen that because the cum dog himself did actually put on Instagram. He tagged Leo Messi, uh, giving (laughs) him advice for the World Cup. He said, do the basics right, Leo. Don't play the occasion. Play the game. All the best, cum dog. Is that real? Uh, Did that actually happen? Yes. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. That is the single best moment of the World Cup so far. I retract everything I said yesterday. I'm just picturing Leo scrolling on his phone going, oh my God, the cum dog's right. I should, I should play the occasion. <laughs> Not the, play the occasion, I should play the game. I'm going to step myself mm. up for this one. Thanks, cum dog. Good stuff. Yeah, that was, that was the key. And, and Messi, Messi surely appreciated it and recognized as well just how valuable that, that input was from the cum dog. Certainly more uh, valuable than Saltby's input after the, oh my God. After the, so the tro- trophy there. presentation. I saw him... Yay grabbing the trophy am i to understand he broke an unwritten rule by handling the trophy and not being uh, on the i winning think that's team? a bit of a myth okay because like all the all the partners of the players were also like posing for pictures with it and the kids and stuff like that okay. so i don't know maybe that is written somewhere in like fifa law but i don't think anyone pays attention but certainly there should be a line in there that says no salt base certainly no chefs that distribute salt in an ineffective manner as he does yeah who charge 18 dollars for a diet coke in their restaurant should, uh, mm. should be allowed to. It's pretty good for FIFA prices. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Do you all know which uh, footballer we've talked about recently has a portrait of himself as the Joker? He's Brazilian. Neymar. Richarlison? It is Neymar. Mm. It's I know because it's uh, on the Netflix Neymar yep. documentary. It's it's the uh, still, isn't it? Yep. Or yeah. it's, it's, it's a thing they mention at one point. I watched the trailer for that one and thought, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way. It remains a still on my menu. Um, Joe, another gift, sir. All right. I'm giving Premier League defenders new shoes. Uh, you know, as a kid, you feel like you get new shoes and you're faster, right? And, and they make you run faster and you're, you're more agile and you're just ready to go. Um, I'm giving Premier League defenders new shoes in the hopes that they will have a similar mentality shift. Now, the question here is, is why? Why do they need new shoes? Okay, the season's restarting. That makes sense. I get that. That's not why I'm giving them the new shoes. Um, it's because Erling Holland has been sitting, charging, presumably, waiting and preparing for the Premier League season to come back. He doesn't need new shoes, Erling Holland, because he's he's just fast. Premier League defenders might need new shoes to deal with him. He's had nothing to do but twiddle his thumbs, train, wait for the World Cup to come back. Hopefully he already knows how to microwave beans. I, w- I would like to think that most of the population already knows how to do that. But if he hasn't, he's certainly had time to learn. I think Erling Holland is about to tear English soccer apart for the next month, and I'm mean, I'm hoping that these new shoes for Premier League defenders are going to help them at least sort of stem that tide. Joe, I've got bad news for you. Um, 
Not not only do we have to worry about a fully fit Erling Holland, but one of the gifts that I have already sent, I sent before the World Cup began. Hmm. I sent Erling Holland uh, one of those training suits that you use for attack dogs, where like the person is giant and puffy and looks like a like a sumo suit sort of thing. Uh, and that was for him to practice celebrating a goal without <laughs> mauling his teammate. He had to learn sort of how to like hug like a human and not right. crush people. Um, so he's gotten even better at his celebrations at how to celebrate with teammates. And so with that, he's going to be even more confident than he already was. Was, and we're going to have Erling Holland scoring goals, but then doing reasonable, uh, physically appropriate celebrations. That is a scary world for Premier League defenders. I'm not even sure that new shoes, even if they had Velcro on them and they lit up when you stood on the ground, I'm not even sure that that could help them at this point. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's one thing uh, less scary than Erling Holland charging towards you mid-goal celebration about to bear hug you, it's him doing the same thing wearing a giant attack dog suit, Taylor, yeah. Totally. Well, he has been wearing it. No, he put it on his like agent, probably or manager, oh, and I then see. he practiced mauling them. Yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Well, that's just that's just sensible. Very yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's respectable training. <laughs> uh, I do take your point though, Joe. It does seem like players such as uh, Harland, who've had a bunch of rest over the last month are going to have a distinct advantage when things kick off again. You would you would think so, right? I, I think in this case that would outweigh the, the issue of not having played games for a month. I'm, I'm guessing that they'll have manufactured some sort of training exercises or scrimmages or something that will prepare these players. And Erling Holland is just a cyborg, so it doesn't it literally does not matter what he's been doing. He can just sort of power up and then he's good to go. Indeed. Uh Taylor, any more uh gifts in your sack? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give Tyler Adams a nice nap. I feel like he's he's earned that one, so that's just a, a little one. Similarly, I'm giving Issa Laiduni a WWE-style championship belt to wear into games so that we know that he is he is the, uh, the, the kind of force supreme when it comes to football. And lastly, I'm giving the entire nation of Argentina a gift bag of ibuprofen, Alka-Seltzer, and anti-nausea <laughs> tablets. I feel like they're going to need it based on a lot of the videos I've been seeing. So yeah. the entire nation of Argentina, we're going to give them a sick day or a couple sick days. We're going to give them um, some ibuprofen and some uh, just various hangover remedies. Yeah, that, that is that was also kind of similar thoughts with one of my gifts, which was basically uh, a takeout White Castle order for the <laughs> nation of Argentina. Wow. Do you think like the Argentinian GDP is going to fall dramatically for the year 2022 because they basically won't work anymore this year? Like it seems like no no one in that country's been to sleep since Sunday, right? Yeah, but I mean then you'll yeah. get like the the industries that benefit from that. Like I'm going to assume alcohol sales are doing well, probably <laughs> replica jersey sales doing quite well, so the textile industry having a day. Uh, Wait, didn't didn't Budweiser say they were going to ship the beer that they had for Qatar to whoever won that won the tournament? I'm not even kidding. I think they said they were going to do that. So that's what's fueling Argentina oh. right now. Well, that that'll put a damper on Argentina's celebrations. Way. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right, uh, Graham, have you got any more in your sack or are you fully empty? Uh, just one more. Taylor had one for Gianni Infantino. I've got another gift for Gianni, although I'm not sure he needs any more gifts. I think he has a house from Qatar, alleged, allegedly, as a, as a gift. He lives there mm. uh, or lived there for the last few years during the World Cup. Anyway, I am gifting to him a book that I found called Leads With Humility. On closer inspection, I see that this book is all, was written by Pope Francis, uh, which is a wrinkle, but there we go. You know, he's got some lessons on leading with humility. I know humility isn't a common trait for FIFA presidents, but my word, this World Cup really highlighted highlighted just how great Infantino's delusions of grandeur are. 
from the bizarre speech on the eve of the tournament where he said he knew what it was like to be racially abused because he'd had red hair as a child to the directive he'd clearly given the host broadcaster throughout the tournament to show him within the first five minutes of every match to him then orchestration orchestrating did anyone else get really frustrated with him trying to tell Messi how to lift the the trophy the like the iconic moment and and that happened I, I did not watch did that happen for yeah real? So he was he was there with the Emir of Qatar who gave the Emir of Qatar obviously gave him the 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 beast or whatever that's called to mm-hmm. to, to wear, and then Infantino's getting in there and like tr- clearly like trying to tell him how to lift the trophy. Just get out of the way, Gianni. Like you you are nothing compared to Lionel Messi. Like and and I know Blatter had his faults obviously, but I don't think he ever thought of himself as president of the world like Gianni Infantino does. It's it's pretty embarrassing that he he. Um, you know, he has such an inflated sense of self-importance. And when you have the best superstar athletes in the world gathered together for a tournament and the biggest ego belongs to a bureaucrat like Infantino, you you know you have a problem. So, yeah, uh, Lead With Humility, a book that you can find on Amazon and Audible, 12.19, apparently. Oh, very nice, Graham. And you, you note that he lives has been living in Qatar. When he moves to Saudi Arabia next month, uh, I think we take that as a, a harbinger of something else that's going to happen, I imagine. Yeah, get some money on where the 2030 World Cup is taking place when he uh, when the moving vans come for him. Indeed. Joe, any more gifts uh, in your sack? I've got, I've got one more to toss out here. So I, I want to give Major League Soccer... Uh, just linkedin.com just literally text them the link because I'm not sure if they're aware they can actually hire people to do all of the TV broadcasts that they're going to have coming up in 2023 like a bunch of broadcasts and as far as we know publicly they have not announced anyone in terms of broadcasters for those games or somewhat more troubling I'm not aware of at least this could have happened I'm, I'm guessing we'll see more of this stuff roll out in 2023 pretty early on but Uh, They don't have an executive producer as of the last bit of reporting that The Athletic did. And the person that they had who was overseeing a lot of that stuff, Oscar Sanchez, who was reportedly assisting in the production side, planning and and build-out stuff, uh, quit. So things are going really well in that realm. This was a couple months ago, at least least a month ago on the Oscar Sanchez stuff. Um, Maybe a little bit more than that. But things are are going great for MLS. But just in case they they did want to have anything other than mute on the commentary side of things... I think forwarding them some folks' resumes on LinkedIn yeah. or at least just LinkedIn.com could be a good start. They're just going to play that U2 album again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's they, good. Have they not even sorted out like all the local broadcasters for each team? Are they still like in limbo right now? Yeah, well, I think, I think a lot of them are. I, I'm guessing, like I said, I'm guessing a lot of this stuff has been sorted out or at least they're getting very close on a lot of this stuff certainly on the broadcast side, but I have a hard time imagining they're hiring a bunch of broadcasters without an executive producer and without other key figures higher up in that chain. So I don't know. I'm not the best person to talk about what actually has happened, but from what we know that's public, no, like we don't know what's going on for 2023. Oh dear. Joe, is this, uh, has this uh, gift got anything to do with the fact that we both have broken MacBooks at the moment and we're feeling a bit ambivalent about that company? (laughs) Actually, no, but I wish I had worked that way, worked that in at some point. That would have been good. (laughs) Good stuff. All right. I've got one more gift uh, in my sack to distribute. I've got a gift for the England women's team. Um, Novelty socks, they are. Novelty socks for each uh, each member of the team. $16 each on Amazon. Life is better with goats, it says. Life is better with goats on these socks because this England women's team, I just wanted to... 
you know, not only keep their feet warm at this time of year, cost of living crisis in the UK, keep warm um, this winter. But a reminder that England are the goats and a reminder to Graham that England have won a major international tournament this year. Just wanted to re-emphasize yeah, that yeah. fact for you. That's, you know, just via the medium of socks, Graham. There you are. Mm. With a Dutch coach, it was really Netherlands victory. <laughs> sure. Either way, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. And uh, lest we forget England champions, it came home, etc. And so on. You're mm. welcome. Champions of Europe. Champions yeah. of Europe. That's a like, continent. You know. I'll take that. I, I noticed <laughs> that you targeted this at, at, at the uh, the Scott and not the uh, the two Americans, Ryan, when you want to talk about greatest of all time women's national teams. Well, next World Cup. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> they, they'll have their goat socks in hand. Hey, or, well, Joe, Joe's has sent Vladko to a hotel. Exactly. He's hanging out with Pep. It's going to be interesting to see who benefits the most from these gifts. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, what, what, who would you rather have, Serena Wiegmann or a coach who's been to the cow hollow for a few days? Yeah. I know what I'm picking. What for the negative space wardrobe or whatever it was called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the isolation, isolation wardrobe. wardrobe. An isolation wardrobe sounds like a punishment. I'm not sure I want to go to the cow hollow hotel. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. All right. That just about concludes our festive episode. We hope you've had fun joining us with this one, listener. We've certainly had fun talking about uh, the gifts we will give out to all in the beautiful game. Graham Ruthven, thank you again, sir. Thank you, Ryan Billy, and Merry Christmas for when it comes. Ah, season's greetings to you too, sir. Joe Lowry, thank you. Yeah, right back at you guys. Thank you very much, Joseph. And Taylor Rockwell, happy holidays to you, sir. Thank you as always. Same to you, my friends. Thanks to everybody for listening. Indeed. I echo that one, listener. Thank you very much for joining us this year and beyond. Happy holidays to you. But for now, bye. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.